Hi, this is Tom Fields, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today about vendor management, and we're talking with Charlie Miller, a longtime executive in financial services and security. Charlie, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Tom. Look forward to it. Now, you've got some great roles in companies such as Merrill Lynch and with Deloitte. Why don't you bring us up to speed with what you're doing now and the types of projects you're focused on? Terrific. Yeah, uh, recently I've just formed my own uh, company, Charles R. Miller Associates, and we focus on information security, privacy, and outsourcing and the controls that underlie that whole space. So we're doing a lot of work right now with uh, the ser- the shared assessments program that's been formed by the financial services industry and BITS and the Santa Fe Group to look at third-party outsourcing relationships and making sure that you can look at the controls around those relationships in a, in a fairly efficient uh, and effective kind of fr- uh, framework and also time frame. So that's kind of what we're working on, Tom. Well, I'm not sure you could have found a busier subject area, could you? It's, a, it's actually pretty uh, pretty significant space right now, given some of the changes that we've had with the High Tech Act and the ARRA in looking at other industry groups beyond just financial services. This has always been a focus in financial services, obviously, but given some of the focus in healthcare and pharma with regard to this topic, it's uh, it's a fairly uh, fairly hot area right now, and a lot of a lot of issues, especially in the breach uh, and information protection and notification and uh, protecting the brand area are really, really key right now. Let's talk about vendor management. From your experience, what are the biggest challenges for financial institutions? Well, I think there's uh, there's several, obviously. I mean, if you look historically at vendor management, it's probably started primarily in an effort to reduce overall costs with uh, looking at the cost infrastructure and the cost Uh, associated with various relationships and trying to get a consistent set of uh, suppliers that would perform at an effective cost in an effective cost structure. I think uh, after that it really, because of so many different things, uh, the recognition that it it moved into the information security space and all of the controls around the ISO standards was pretty pretty quickly determined needed to happen. And then also as it kind of morphed into uh, business continuity and supplier resiliency is kind of the focus right now. And what, we, what we're working on with the Shared Assessments Program is bridging it into the entire privacy and information protection space because that's an area, again, because of the uh, changes in the landscape and around risk management profile, especially with regard to brand, that's an area that everybody is pretty keen on making sure gets examined and is understood. Lots of states have uh, passed regulations and laws with regard to this topic, um, this 45 or 40-plus, I guess, state requirements around uh, notification in the event of a breach. So it's a fairly complex landscape, and I think everybody is looking for some consistency around how do you basically do this and how do you ensure that your third parties are meeting you know, the requirements as best they can, and that you have some comfort in that. Now, what were you able to do in your experience to improve vendor management at your institutions? So uh, in, in I think the key thing is that there is a very, com- not complex, but this is a cross-organizational effort. So some of the challenges that you and the, some of the challenges that we had at Merrill Lynch 
back when were just identifying all the various parties and stakeholders that have a say in this. And if uh, you do that, you'll see that it's a fairly rich set of organizations that are involved in this, each having somewhat of a different touch point and different type of focus with regard to their vendor management relationship. So I think the key pieces are to make sure that you really understand, you know, what your specific requirements are from both a, a policy perspective, your internal policies, and also perhaps from a regulatory perspective. Uh, and typically, you know, it, it has to focus on the initial setup of the arrangements in terms of what you need to do to uh, guarantee that, or as best you can guarantee that the vendor is going to be around for some period of time, have a contractual relationship with that third party, and then make sure that it's not just the one type of, of an event, but that you have an ongoing kind of relationship that kind of continues to look at not just financial performance, but the controls involved, and also, you know, key area is service level performance. I think that's a really, really big uh, area that has to be uh, continually examined. And, you know, in many cases, a lot of folks don't understand, you know, what that, uh, what their requirements are in this space. So I think it's it's really important that you educate each of the constituents as to what their responsibilities are and how they should be engaged and when and what types of activities they need to be engaged with. Now, clearly, this is a topic that the examiners, the regulators have been talking about for a long time. What areas of vendor management really still need the most work in your estimation? Well, I think that I think there's a continued need for uh, for some of the basic things uh, uh, around, you know, security vulnerabilities, you know, internal to your own organization as well as externally at the third parties. I mean, we've seen lots of situations where everybody, you know, has reports done and um, identifies, you know, the the seven or eight key kinds of vulnerabilities, and these consistently get reported. So it's, it's some of it's just fundamental, fundamental things that need to get addressed. But they have to get addressed, and it's difficult in some of the cultures to basically get those addressed within your change management program. So that's something that I think is key. I think um, the areas that we continue to look at are, you know, the privacy in the uh, information protection space and uh, the other area I think that's really getting a lot of play and visibility both at the government level and in terms of the financial services institutions is the entire supply chain and what we need to be doing with regard to uh, our software acquisitions and how can we basically ensure that suppliers of software are providing us with effect and bug free kind of uh, software uh, software code that we're using within our own environment. So I think those are some of the key challenges. And I think going forward, one of the areas that, you know, is going to present challenges from a security perspective, I think, is is the whole area around social networks. And, you know, as the as the new workforce is kind of entering, well, as the new generation is kind of entering the workforce, I think that's an area that there's a certain level of expectation that they'll have access to that. And, uh, since it's still pretty much evolving, I think it's uh, an area from a security and risk perspective that we have to be very conscious of and look pretty closely at kind of going forward. So well, that's a good point. That that's a really good yeah. point. Now, Charlie, you've got the advantage to sort of be outside the you know the day-to-day role, and you can help other organizations. What advice do you give them when you're trying to help them to get a better handle on vendor management? In other words, where do you start? Yeah, well, like I said, I think you have to understand the requirement, know the stakeholders, start uh, your program small, don't try and, uh, 
you know, go after everybody at the same time. I think it's really key to uh, establish a, you know, a risk program that basically looks at your third-party relationships and in a very, you know, keep it simple kind of initially, uh, focus looks at those relationships from a risk perspective and then appropriately deals with the types of areas that you want to control areas that you want to examine based on that risk. So I think that's the key area that you need to start at uh, and make sure that you understand, you know, what that vendor is providing to you and also the risk associated with the work that they're doing for you. And it's it's fairly, uh, it could be fairly broad, obviously, because you may have one or one or two vendors that are key that provide you with, you know, a lot of different types of work across many, you know, many business groups and they may have different locations that they're performing that work from. So you really have to understand, you know, what your risk profile looks like and where and, and how you want to attack those uh, those situations. Charlie, at the outset of our discussion, you talked about the BITS Shared Assessment Program. I'd love to give your thoughts on the program and specifically how it works, does it work, for institutions of all sizes. Yeah, sure. I think, um, you know, this has started a couple of years ago, um, and uh, it has evolved over some period of time, initially starting with the financial services institutions, of large banks, primarily six, and um, has has evolved fairly uh, fairly well across a larger set of, uh, of institutions within financial services. And um, I think, you know, we see that there are a lot of, the companies, especially large third-party vendors, have adopted this and are able to achieve some fairly significant um, results by using the shared assessments program when they are asked by their clients to have them come on site and do a control review or, you know, to get information that is typically, you know, done from a proprietary perspective. But our, we see uh, many of our larger uh, institutions are able to push back and get a 95% acceptance hit. Uh, ratio when they basically push back with the shared assessments program. So that's in the larger space, and I think one of the things that we recognized last year was that it is uh, it is an, it is a program that historically was driven at the larger complex uh, installations. And last year we introduced the SIG light and level two questions to basically begin to look at you know a broader set of uh, of institutions and less complexity. And um, I think that's the area that we continue to try and make strides in, in terms of getting this adjusted so that more institutions can use it across a broader set of industry sectors as well and and leverage that in their programs to be able to get an efficient kind of program in place rather quickly that uh, they can use again and again and again. So. We still have challenges uh, on the adoption, I think, and uh, especially in large institutions where, you know, their their processes have historically uh, grown up, and they have integrated, you know, homegrown kinds of solutions into into those uh, vendor management solutions. So it's uh, continuing to be challenging, but we can we know that there are issues, and we know that we are working pretty diligently around how do we how do we get this right size so to speak, for a larger set of, uh, of the companies and uh, get a better adoption rate in some of those smaller institutions where we have equal risk. It's not, you know, the risk is not diminished. It's just that uh, the controls may not be looked at as, as diligently because of the amount of resources that you have to go after them. So uh, we realize that and we have to kind of continue to work at that. 
What's it going to take to gain traction with the smaller institutions? Is it merely a matter of outreach? Well, I, you know, we have a fairly, uh, we have a fairly wet, uh, uh, good hit ratio on our website, www.sharedassessments.org, and all of this material that we've developed uh, through the Shared Assessments Program is uh, free, actually. So you can go to, the, to that website and download that information uh, for free and uh, take a look at what we've done uh, as part of the membership of the Shared Assessments Program and how we're building that out. Um, so I think it's uh, more about um, uh, getting the word out to a broader set of institutions in terms of how, how they can leverage this. And we have about 7,500 or 8,000 8, hits on our website you know, last year. So I think you know, a lot of people are looking at it a lot, like you, as you mentioned, Tom, earlier, a lot of people are interested in this space. Um, but I think it's more about, you know, how do we not only get the word out and make sure that people know it, but also have the right kind of usability guides and, and how do you get the program up, established, and running. So we're working pretty closely with our membership group to come up with some user guides and, you know, get the, get the um, program kind of in a, more documented so that a broader set of smaller institutions can look at that. So uh, that's something that we're working on right now, as a matter of fact. Charlie, to step beyond vendor management for a minute, what do you see as some of the top information security risks for financial institutions right now? Well, I think um, I think there's continued um, continued focus on uh, data thought, uh, data loss and um, and data breaches. So that continues to be a problem. Um, although a lot of work has been done. I think that continues to be one of the key areas that we have to have to kind of address um, information protection because of the focus around identity theft and things of that nature are are really key and have a direct impact on the consumers, which is probably where you want to make sure that you're you know, protecting those those folks and has and has a significant damage to your brand. I think the other piece that is uh, kind of um, interesting right now as well is the whole area around. Um, so, well, I talked about the uh, the social networking, but uh, uh, supply chain and uh, making sure that we don't introduce um, too many too many bugs into the uh, code that we're buying from our suppliers. So that's uh, that's an area that we really really have to continue to focus on as well. Charlie, a last question for you. It's career related. Yeah. Uh, you've had the, the fortune of being able to to move beyond Merrill Lynch and Deloitte. You've established your own firm now. For security leaders that are starting to look around and wonder what's next in their careers, what advice do you give them? What did you do when you started to look around and think what's next? Well, I think it's uh, it's really a, a good opportunity for you to take a, a step or two back and just take a look at the landscape out there, and you can basically un- understand that there you, the challenges facing most institutions are pretty significant. So if you're an established individual in an organization that you've gotten a lot of traction around and you're looking for a change, I think, you know, for the most part, that change and your experience is really able to be leveraged across a, a much broader set of, uh, uh, of companies. So uh, I think the key area there is, you know, look for opportunities that match what it is that you want to do because you do have an opportunity to kind of wait and uh, see, see how well it fits, so to speak. Uh, your particular requirements. So don't rush into something. I mean, just take a look and take a breath and, and look at what's going on within the industry, and, and, and there's opportunities that will present themselves for sure. And I think the other key thing from my perspective is to make sure that when you do look and do select, 
that the culture of the of the organization that you're kind of working with aligns with your own so that you're not going in and really have a mismatch in terms of what the expectations are and what the realities are given that company's situation and and uh and also guarantee that you have some level of support as you kind of move move forward because these are not insignificant issues that you're addressing and they they strive and they hit rather at all areas of the company so i think it's important to have as best uh, set of support mechanisms in place and identified up front uh, when, when you're going into that situation. So uh, so I guess the three things, challenges are significant, opportunities will present themselves, and make sure that you have the right support when you get there. That's a good point about the culture. That's one of the things I think that gets overlooked all too often. Yeah, I think that's, uh, and that's where people probably find that themselves getting into a situation and then ultimately saying this isn't right for me. So. Charlie, I appreciate your time and your insight today. Well, Tom, thanks a lot, and I uh, appreciate your uh, reaching out. So look forward to, uh, to these in the future if you think there's a need, okay? We've been talking with Charlie Miller. The topic's been vendor management. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.